and we're back. Hi, everybody. Welcome to part two of movies we'll be watching in hell. Once fourth with feeling. <laughs> Oh, and how good it feels. I should have written Wild West. <laughs> you could have. We all could have. I could I could have done it in a blackout. <laughs> blackout. Maybe that's what happened to it. Yeah, they just went on a bender. We're like, oh, we've got a script. <laughs> <laughs> so in part one, we covered Wild Wild West and Space Jam. <laughs> and now we're taking a darker turn. <laughs> Thanks, Nance. Into, yeah, my pleasure. One of my favorite, least favorite, horrifying trash dumpster fires that cinema has ever offered. 1995's Showgirls. You're a fucking stripper. Don't you get it? I'm a dancer. You got more natural talent when you dance than anybody I've ever seen. We're auditioning tomorrow morning. I think you should try out. Oh my God. Great! You're up there on stage, hoping on a spot. Someone gets in your way, step on them. Okay, ladies, I got one interest here, and that's the show. I don't care whether you live or die. I want to see you dance, I want to see you smile. I can't use you if you can't smile. I can't use you if you can't show. I can't use you if you can't sell. Directed by Paul Verhoeven, starring Elizabeth Berkley, Kyle MacLachlan, Gina Gershon, Showgirls, what to say about Showgirls? It's, it's, okay, so on paper, it's kind of this, like, trashy All About Eve. These, this, this woman with a sketchy past comes to Las Vegas to try and make it as a dancer, and she's got to claw her way up the ranks, and she's, she's ruthless, and she'll do whatever it takes to make her way to the top. Sounds interesting. Sounds cool. What we instead get is one of the most wildly offensive and poorly written scripts that has ever ever come across my poor poor ears and i have seen this movie many many times because there is something when something is almost unapologetically bad i do enjoy it like seeing bad theater watching bad movies that are just it's like you took such a big swing and there's something to be appreciated about just how Far they go into this crazy sex hole that is Showgirls, and the movie is like a, a rancid asshole. That's yeah. what it, it's like. You're crawling into it instead of out of it. But you've got to keep going. You got to yeah. keep going in. You got yeah. nowhere else to go. So it's kind of this like. Uh, so uh, Elizabeth Berkeley, she comes to Las Vegas. She starts working as a stripper, but she wants to be a dancer. Girl's not a good dancer, but she's she still <laughs> wants to be a dancer. And there's this. She's perky. Uh, she's she's perky. perky. Yeah, yeah, she's got spunk. She immediately meets another character in the movie because she's like beating up her car because she's just had her suitcase stolen by the guy who gave her a ride into Vegas that she hitchhiked with. And the girl's like, "Well, you can. You seem, you know, unstable and entirely unhinged. Please come live with me in my trailer." <laughs> And then it immediately smash cuts to six weeks later, and they're, like, best friends. And she's working at the Cheeto, which is this strip club. And then there's this review show 
that is goddess right goddess yes thank you that's what it's called crystal <laughs> connors and it's this i think it's supposed to be like a cirque du soleil like this huge attraction that brings in like a sold out house every night because you know when they're introducing crystal connors as the star of it they're like we could have had anyone we could have had latoya we could have had paula abdul we could have had janet jackson it's like sorry this is this is a show where all they do is take their shoulders off. Show their tits. Over and over and over. They have a costume change. And they take. Truly. Like, and then they do this crazy choreography that is like a mix of like bad hip hop and modern dance. It's like solid gold, topless. (laughs) Like, I I know. I love them being like, should we get Janet Jackson? I'm like, yeah, she's a Jehovah Witness. She'll be thrilled to take off her top. It'll be no for, and they're like, we can't afford those prizes. But the show is kind of shit. Like, I feel like they were trying to recreate like a. I thought it was going to be like a Parisian, like a Moulin Rouge kind of experience, and like you know, there's a lot of like nudity and stuff. But it's just, it's like a fucking car show on stage with like like yes. flames shooting up and they girls with their tits out, and they're all like leaping into these guys' arms and they're just like throwing them around. <laughs> And it has no, like, through line to the show. There's, like, this BDSM number, and then there's this, like, yeah, fire caveman number, and then there's, like, a diamond number. It's motorcycles. Yeah, the motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) That one's near the end. You're like, what? It's a new one. And you never really see the same part of the show twice, except for when she takes over. You kind of see the same part of the show twice. So I was like, is this even the same show? But I guess it's all (laughs) Okay. Still doing goddess and still... We could have gotten anybody for this show. And I'm like, but why is that lady the star of this show where it seems like nobody even sings, never mind talks? Like, how are you the star of it? (laughs) Like, you look like all these other white ladies with their tits out, and then the couple <laughs> black ladies with their tits out. Like, yeah. it's, she doesn't look any different. It makes like, I don't understand. Sense. It doesn't it's... make a lick of sense, because they're, they're like, nobody watching this is going to care, because they're just going to be looking at tits. So, Nomi, Elizabeth's character's na- uh, name is Nomi. She meets Crystal Connors, and they kind of have this, like, pseudo-sexual rivalry, and, like, mentor-slash-frenemy-slash-really... They try to, like, positively <laughs> as a complicated relationship. Yes, it is. It's not. It's just women being dicks to each other because women are catty. Like, there's, it's not motivated. It's No. Like, I mean, surprise, surprise. They say things to each other that I really can't picture any woman saying to another in any scenario, even if they are strippers or whatever. I'm just like, that doesn't happen. No. You can't tell me that. <laughs> And don't forget, well, she's and she's played by the Gina Gershon, doing a hell of a job. And I think Gina carries yeah. the whole thing. I'm not gonna lie; like yeah, she's just like, too. okay, I'm a Broadway star. I don't mind showing my tits. I'm gonna make some money off of this fucking thing. So look out. Yeah. And then her boyfriend is like Kyle McLaughlin, and he's just like, hey, I'm Kyle. I'll be playing a slime bag. Kyle, slime bag. Kyle, I'll be playing a slime bag. We'll be having sex in the pool. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Just a weird looking guy you're having sex in the pool with for some reason. <laughs> that sex scene is. <laughs> it's iconic. <laughs> it really is. I, 
there's this waterfall that they're having sex under, and then she starts just flopping like a fucking fish against the water, and the water is pouring onto her face. I'm just trying to picture her. That can't be comfortable at all. No, there's no way there's any actual, sorry, penetration happening there. She's up too high. Again, it's this problem we've talked about before, where they don't know where the guy's dick is. (laughs) (laughs) But the problem is, if she was in that area, she'd be under, like, (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw Kyle McLaughlin talking about that scene, and he said it was cold, it was at night, and it felt like it never ended. Oh, shit. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel bad for you, Kyle, because guess what? It feels like it never ends, and I did not want to see that. I didn't want to see ass. I did not want to see any of that shit. I hate you. <laughs> I hate everything. I hate yeah. this so much. He's also like the entertainment coordinator or producer for the show. Some, it's a lot of vague titles. They just yeah. kind of throw people at the screen. Elizabeth Berkeley. I, oh, man. Oh, killer. I see, <laughs> I blame the director because she's openly talked about how she fought for that role. Like she knocked down doors and she really, really fought for that role because I think she thought it was going to be, you know, a, a lot of, because she was a child actor, a teen actor in Saved by the Bell. And so they, they're all looking for that doorway to go into like adult roles. And oh, it's, it's unfortunate that I think a lot of them think the answer is to do these hypersexual crackhead roles that are just it could have been a really interesting commentary on the cycle of sex work and trauma i think if it was from a female point of view like it was a female director female writer there could be some interesting like it could have been a satire on this whole world and how nomi goes into it and every trope of, you know, a young up-and-comer and she's going to get her get her start and, and, and make her way in the world. And it, it, it kind of dumps on that every every step of the way. Like, Nomi gets everything that she's, every challenge that she's supposed to overcome in, like, a typical story like this. Just completely, she gets just railroaded. It, again, could have been a commentary on it, but because it is a white male director and white male writers, it, it's just... Even for that, it's bad. It's like these guys are sociopaths. Like, she is, the, her character is fucking despicable. Yeah. And doesn't seem to learn anything and acts out like a child. So they're saying these w- women are children. Yeah. They give her nothing to build up any kind of reasoning for that. They throw in some background near the end, but by then it's too late. At, at that point, it's it's like, oh, okay, now I have to go back and do the, oh, that's why she may have done this, and that kind of maybe is why A connects with B, but it, none of it's motivated. You're right, like, there's there's no consistent character building in this in this world for, for really any of them. Like, Gina Gershon, I think, because she is a good actor, really elevates it and knows kind of, she knew what kind of She's funny. She's very funny. She's funny. Like, she's it, making it, a different movie. She's making some campy Judy Garland over the rainbow stripper yeah. show. Yeah. And everybody else doesn't know what they're doing. No. And Elizabeth is dead inside. There's just, it's just like, what's going on? Are you yeah. thinking anything? Because everything just kind of comes out of left field. And, and the, her line delivery is just oh, God. bonkers. And I, I, she's 
you can tell she's just trying to be earnest in all of her choices, but that's it, it just presents itself as this person who has no distinguishable, like, through line through the movie who is constantly on the verge of a tantrum at any point, and we don't yeah. know why. There's, there's, there's just nothing given to us that explains why Nomi is absolutely unhinged. She can't interact. Like, she, you know, she, she has no skills of reacting to what the other person's saying. I just, I, and I know a lot of it's really bad script, but she's also, she's just frozen. I, I don't know what, and again, like, it's just like, really, so you're going to get someone whose most screen experience is being on a teen sitcom and think that they're going to do, actually do this. Nope. No, no. No. <laughs> no, it's a bad idea. Bad, it's a very bad, bad idea. idea. I don't know. I'm trying to think like who maybe could have worked it. A lot of people turned it down. I wonder shockingly why. they thought it was sexist. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> it's it it's sexist, it's racist, it's wildly racist. It's the very only, racist. The only characters who are like punished, damaged except for Gina Gershon are are black characters in this movie and it's it's very telling on how they're treated like yeah and they're, women they're, are also trash like it is it's more than it's misogynist it's just oh, yeah. absolutely repugnant and even if they say oh we're trying to make a statement i don't i don't think so like it's it's too far because nothing evolves good or bad it's just like well this is how it is like this is how women interact with each other and you're just like you guys are fucking idiots yeah. And to say, it's funny that people say like, oh, it was, you know, it was, um, you know, these guys like Paul Verhoeven and Joe that did these other movies. And I look at their other movies and I'm like, first of all, nothing about these other films makes me think they could handle something like this. Like fucking Robocop, like fuck off. Yeah. And also all their other movies, like basic instinct, I'm like, these are all like bad on women. Yeah. So why would you think that this would be a thoughtful take on any of this? If you changed a few scenes and you this should have been like a slapstick comedy. That's what it should have been. It yeah, it's very close. It's so close, but there's a few scenes that are such bummers and so upsetting that it's not. Yeah. So it doesn't know it's it's just nothing. It doesn't it's like know, a mystery yeah. in time. Like it's just like that's why people I think keep going back to it. It's like, what is this? What it, is this? Yeah, it's so confused as to what kind of movie it's trying to be and it it, yeah. it change like shifts on a dime so many <laughs> times it just goes back and forth and yeah. it, it just you come out the other end going like what the fuck and it's it, again yeah it it i think if if you took out a couple scenes added a, a a bit of a score it could be hilarious and it is until it's not yeah because it's so easy to make fun of it and then there's just a turn that happens at the end that is so upsetting and uh absolutely awful and not yeah. not necessary no not it's done for no reason no reason they weren't no. building anything and then it, it's like at the i won't go into what it is but the no. nurse that goes she's okay i'm like what no she's not no she's not no she's not no she is broken forever, and you're abandoning her now. You're like, I love you. I kick the shit out of the guy. Bye. And I was like, you're a horrible villain. Going you're to California. The you're the villain of this whole movie. Oh, yeah. It was her. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I don't know if that's what they wanted or not. 
I'm like, is that what you wanted to say that she's, you know, even a bigger crystal than the original crystal? Like, it, because, like, I almost want to get that message, but it's so confused that I don't know what I'm supposed to take. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, you're never rooting for her. Oh, no, she's, she's terrible. <laughs> she's awful. She's terrible. Just, she takes advantage of everyone around her. She, again, learns no lessons, has no social skills. You don't learn about her background until it's too late, and she's just unredeemable at that point. And, and, and you know, I, I again, I hate the whole, like, calling female characters unlikable thing, like, because there's so much just misogyny around that conversation well, she's, every, she's just a bad person. She's just, every character is unlikable. Every character is unlikable, except maybe the two black people who get horribly punished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their That's... only flaws are being friends with these fucking crazy whites. Gets them fucking destroyed. I'm not even joking. Like, that's what you get by the end. You're just like, oh, nobody should go near these people. Like, nobody should go fucking near these people with just a 10 carnage. Yeah. 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 I wish, like, you know, I would have taken out that scene and, like, I wanted to see uh, Crystal, Gina Gershon, have one huge feathered topless, like, I'll build a stairway to paradise song. <laughs> They're not yeah. even joke. Like, that might have saved half the movie for me. Like, I'm like, I want to see this show do something that's not just like titties. <laughs> like, that's all, <laughs> yeah, all this show is. You love motorcycles and titties, and it's like, what? Come on. Yeah. Make me see why why Crystal here is such a big deal. You never, all you saw her do was this. Dance moves that, like, they aren't even sexy. <laughs> They're just like, they, like, reach out and grab their leg and then, like, pull it back and do a lot of yeah. this. All those women, oh, oh my god, this cross move was amazing. <laughs> Pointing at my boobs, and like, okay, yeah, I, I see them all right. It's very sad. It's, it's very, very, very sad. Sad. <laughs> sad and bad. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. It's a $45 I, I million dollar budget on this motherfucker, you know? <laughs> crazy, like, how these things get made. How many people have to say yes before the I, first camera's turned on. Like Apparently these two like really talk people into it. Like this is what it's going to be. And they sold them on this requiem for dream kind of vision of like, and I'm not, if they sold it that way, I'm not surprised at people like, like Kyle MacLachlan made some fucked movies. Like blue velvet is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And he was probably like, sure, no problem. That sounds good. Sounds edgy and real. And, yeah. then, and then you don't realize you're going to be in this fucking cult. And I mean, even being a man, he recovered from this. Yeah. But he, this slowed him down. Like, this put him in the, the mud for sure. Yeah. Several everyone years. who was yeah. involved. Everyone in who's this. in it. Took, but I mean, uh, Berkeley took it. Like, it. Oh. She she's shown up on a few things more recently, but this basically like her agent dropped her. She couldn't work. Yeah, she couldn't work after this. She was like wildly slut shamed after this because yeah. again misogyny. It's a real shame, like especially because I think yeah she thought this was going to be a huge star vehicle. This was gonna she's gonna have it made after this. She was making all the taking all these risks for what she thought was going to be a great role. And yeah, this like, edgy, real movie. Right? film, and it just entirely, entirely backlashed. So I, 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 I do feel for her. I mean, girls wild in this movie. Like, her performance is... It's terrible. Not, it's terrible. But I feel very badly. Yeah, 
I would never shame somebody for like nudity or whatever he's got, but I mean, I have to say, the acting is almost <laughs> unforgivable. Like, it's like you need to take a rest and really consider what you're doing here. Like, <laughs> stick to yeah. light comedy, honey. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Where are you from? Out east. Where out east? Different places. Different. She like flips a table. No, fries. don't. So in terms of a rating, I would give Showgirls three chafed lap dances out of ten. See, again, I find that quite generous. I'm going to yeah. say one unwilling sighting of Elizabeth Berkeley's vagina out of <laughs> 800. <laughs> like, this is a 1% or less for me. Yeah, but see, I yeah. know I will watch it again. Yeah. Again, I usually turn it off before, or I just skip that whole scene. That's okay. No judgment. I just don't want to do that. No, that's <laughs> fair. I've seen your pussy. That's fine. <laughs> and we're, we're done. <laughs> we're friends now. That's Very okay. close. Yeah. Close friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you are going to watch it, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend doing it with a group of people because that makes it so fun because you can just rip into it. The whole yeah, time. alone, it's a little depressing. It's, it's very depressing. It's very depressing. <laughs> Make it like a Rocky Horror thing where you gather people together um, and you can just have a lot of fun. And then maybe turn it off when you, before the last 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh, dear. Thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> God bless that lady. <laughs> you can fuck me when you love me. Everybody's got AIDS and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Alrighty, what's our what's our last one, Jerrica? Let's take it home. I wanted to pick something kind of reminiscent of my teen years for me, um, which I was so excited for this movie. And again, this is a movie with a brilliant premise, like mm. really brilliant premise, um, that runs into some problems the further <laughs> in the movie that you get. So to me, it's one of those movies that really built me up and then kind of left me drifting out at the end. It wasn't even like a, wow, this really went down. It was like, huh? Well, Wait, what? Wait, what? How, do, how do we get here? This ball of confusion is called <laughs> Stargate. What is that? It's your Stargate. We've opened a doorway to a world we know nothing about. Things locked itself onto a point somewhere in the Kalium Galaxy. It's on the other side of the known universe. Your turn now. They prepared for danger. Began final evacuation. They expected the unknown. Stabilizing system. Initiating commencement sequence. But they could never have imagined this. Nineteen ninety four. James Spader, Kurt Russell, oh. Jay Davidson, and uh, a lovely older, I believe, Swedish actor, Vivius Lindford. Yeah, yeah. It was the most delightful part of the movie to me. Yeah. She's doing a full Titanic, like, "Hey, I'm a silent film star, and I'm going to steal this whole picture, even though I'm in it for." 10 minutes. Hello, come into my car while it's raining. Yeah, she's I'm so beautiful. I was like, take the old lady with you. She yeah, should, totally. She's the expert. 
Yeah, she should have gone. Speed her, that fucking poof. But anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Actually, I should. You know what? James really tries to hold this together. I will give. Yeah, him that. he he definitely does. He, he definitely builds, does. He builds a character. It's an annoying character, but at least you go okay. Like again, until the end where everything goes crazy and everything's unbelievable. So this older lady, you see a flashback to 1928 to start the movie off. And her dad is a a French excavator. And they're in Egypt and they find this like huge circular metal thing under the ground. They're pulling it up and she finds this necklace with it. And the girl, little girl just picks it up and keeps it. And then we flash forward to like James Spader being a, a tragic nerd. (laughs) it's um, egyptology lessons except instead of like indiana jones where the kids are all in love with him these guys are just like booing him and like leaving the room well that he doesn't believe that the egyptians built the pyramids yeah you've got all these frame is off right exactly exactly and you've got all these old white men be like well can you prove it and he's like "Mm, well no and then everyone just gets up and leaves his lecture like all at once they're like bye no not here for the discourse academia yeah (laughs) i don't like your long hair son and they leave (laughs) it is jarring to see james spader with hair it's jarring to see james spader not playing a creep he's just like take it easy everybody maybe i'm a creep no i'm not i'm just a lovable nerd it might be a weird creep you're like i'm scared it's fine I guess we'll see. Um, so anyway, this old lady finds him. He's like a linguist with ancient Egyptian language and stuff. And she's like, I have a job for you. You are being evicted from your apartment. You have no choice. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do this for this old lady. So he, he goes to this like ultra secret location. They have this, this circle set up and they have the translation of what the stuff in the circle says. And he looks at their translation, and he, a, lot, a lot of it's wrong. It's the wrong words used, even though it kind of means the same thing. And part of it is doorway to heaven. He's like, that's not what that means. It means Stargate. And they're like, holy shit, what? Who translated this? You're fired. And then he he immediately <laughs> identified, like, it's a little much, but it is an action movie. We've got to move things along. Yeah. He immediately identifies this mystery seven symbol that they haven't been able to comprehend. Mm-hmm. And then within moments, they're like, oh shit, we can get this shit going. Because it's <laughs> like um, a safe, like a combination lock almost. Yeah. Where you move yeah. it to certain symbols and then shit goes crazy and it like turns into this like fluid lake, which was a sort of a newer 90s effect where it was, was like water. So this is opening a portal to another part of like on the edge of our known universe so then they have to bring in the military (laughs) of course this is where kurt russell comes in he almost tries to wreck this whole thing yes girl give us nothing like (laughs) yeah like i do feel like despite whatever problems are in this everyone's really giving it we're all doing our best here and he's just like fuck everybody fuck you I mean, and you're just like well, why are you in this yeah it seems like two-thirds of the way through the movie something kind of he turns on a little bit but it really is just absolute nothingness they first. also set him up really badly like his his child died from a gun accident the mm. child set off a gun and killed himself yeah so of course 
Ugh, anyway, but then the military comes into his house. He's literally sitting in his house, staring at the wall. Like he's so upset still. And they're like, and the "Sir, you've been holding a gun." Yeah, you you've been reactivated. And the the two military go to the car. And they go, "This guy's a mess. What happened to him? This kid killed himself." And he's like, "Oh Jesus Christ." Oh, good. Let's send him on an incredibly sensitive first contact mission. Uh -huh. And they know it's a first contact. Like, they're like, this is going to another planet with oxygen in space. Yeah. And we've yeah. been given the map. Like, this is giving us a map to get there. So what, they think there's going to be nobody on the other side? Like, it's like, there's a good chance there's going to be big shit on the other side of this portal. So let's send in this crazy nut job. You know what I thought of? I was like, imagine if this guy had been like Sam Jackson, how funny it would have been oh. and how good it would have been. Yeah. Like, those oh, would yeah. need somebody like that who would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, like, just like the mood a little bit. Yeah, yeah, who could play both sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, and right. he could be more likable. Like, he could still be scary, but maybe a little more sympathetic. Because I hated him. Yeah, there's just nothing there. The army guys are clowns. And then at the end, they kind of get a little more, like, human and, like, do some work. But I'm just like, this isn't interestingly not painting, like, the military well, which is, I mean, that's a, a legit tag. But then you've put them in this position. It's a little confused. Like, they're, it's almost like they're trying to hinder Spader from doing his job. But then once they get to the, like, I feel like, 30 minutes in, I was still thinking, like, this movie's fucking good. And then as soon as they go through the portal, as soon as they get to that alien planet, weird stuff starts happening. Yeah, yeah, and not just, like, oh, they're being affected because of the, like, atmosphere or their no, or whatever. The it's script just script starts going awry. Yeah, like, it's... You see this animosity toward him from all the other soldiers that is bizarre because the only reason they're there is because he cracked the code and got them there. And he's this like, they're like, oh, we thought that we'd get here and we could immediately turn around and go back. And he's like, no, I never said that. And they're like, what? What the fuck? And it yeah. just goes into this weird hyper-masculine. Bingo. Like territory that is is not at all set up before that even at the year of this now this is me not everybody but that shit made me uncomfortable and there's more of that in this movie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so yeah the first 30 minutes quite effective yeah it's like wow this is really fascinating it is a it's a genius idea because this idea has been around for ages this conspiracy theory like who really did this like, yes. the humans really have done this at this time, and it's, so it's brilliant. It's a great idea. The giveaway of the bomb is way too soon. Way too soon. Yeah. That should, that should have been a surprise when you saw it in the throne room. Like, when Spader saw it, that's when we should have found out about it. But right yeah. away, you see that Kurt, um, that Kurt Russell has a fucking nuke, like, packed. To blow up this this stargate yeah yeah so you see that immediately but then again then it doesn't nothing's explained about it it's just kind of like left there until for another like half hour until yeah they they are in the throne room and it's it's brought up again it's yeah it's a bad reveal so they they meet all like they discover these thousands of people that are living in this egyptian slash pre-egyptian type settlement like yeah. all of these people in the desert 
it's very cool like it's full mgm like when this movie is working i feel like it's like a 50s technicolor mgm spectacular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that fucking first thing in the throne room where all those kids bring him down the stairs i'm just like yes cleopatra like, <laughs> this is this is it like this yeah. is some good shit right yeah and i wish there was i wish there was more egyptian shit and less of this other shit honestly like yeah i i get it like because they're they're mining so they're all kind of they're slaves slaves. they they live in this kind of like shanty town um setup that's all walled in so they can protect themselves from these sandstorms from whenever Ra decides to come visit um but yeah it's it it's pretty like oh yeah okay we've 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 been here we've seen this like this is they they don't do anything new with the like the peasants essentially i i kind of wished it was i was obsessed with like egyptology and stuff so inside of ra's castle i was in heaven yeah but i was like i wish that the town was actually more like an egyptian city yeah like that but I, I mean, I know it would have been, especially in the '90s. Like that's that's fucking expensive. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how they would have done that, but they did this, and this would have been expensive too. Yeah. I just wish that it could have. And I get what they were doing too, because even with Ra's costumes, it was like it's Egyptian, but it's not. Like there was always a twist where it had this alien sensibility about it as well mm-hmm. but imagine that as like a, a city because the whole thing about egypt was that how advanced they were they were shockingly advanced yeah First civilization that was like two thousand years ago they had like sewage systems they had you know and i yeah. wanted to see that even yeah. and they had slaves like you still could have had that setup where they had to mine this shit but you could have had a more grand city so the the old lady's given Spader this necklace she has that's the Eye of Ra, has the symbol on it, and she's like, "This has brought me luck. You take it." Too. So he's wearing it. These these peasants see this thing and they think they're all gods. They like freak out and they're like, "No, man, we're cool." Like they handle it real fucking well. Like I'm just like, this goes against every Star Trek rule, but whatever. Guys can't just be like gods. They take them into the city and they sort of have these boring sequences where they're eating and shit's really boring. Tastes like chicken, though. Oh my god. And then (laughs) fucking finally, I can't even remember how they get to the throne because I'm just like, I want to see this alien. Some of them go to the city and then some of them stay in the base camp, but then the pyramid storm or the the sandstorm comes so they go back into the pyramid and then there's this like shadowy creature who knocks them all out. And so at some point they end up leaving the city because he discovers the writing with um, Shouri, and they're like, no writing and reading is forbidden. And so they go back to the pyramid and they realize that no one else is there. All their stuff is there. All the other guys are gone. And then the creature returns and, and brings the writing that. has the story of what's happened. That's yes. where they see, they see this alien discovered these people and he took over the body of just an innocent young boy, just a random innocent young boy who happened to be a gay icon from the crying game. He takes, <laughs> who wants a lot of money for this. He takes over that body and that's, and then he builds this gate. And it's this whole drawn out story of the, the parallel between earth and here. Yeah. And there was an uprising on earth. And so yes. that, that side of the tunnel was closed, but now they've reopened it. Yes. 
So then they get to go meet Raw, and I'm telling you, he should have had more. Because this, yeah, to me, yeah. is the most exciting shit in the week. And guess what? He does nothing. Like, he does fuck nothing. all. And yet, it's still one of the most exciting things in the movie. Like, every time they left, I was like, when are they going back to him? I know. What is he going to be wearing? And what are they going back? Like, that's... Yeah. It turned into a fucking Egyptian fashion show. Like, you were just it like, oh, gorgeous. oh, my God. <laughs> Crying Game had just come out. And they were like, we need this, like male character like not genderless but gender questionable yeah king tut like character king tut had a lot of problems and was not probably good looking but in our minds we want king tut to look like this yeah. so so they're like give him a call and he was like i hate making movies i don't know and they were like we'll give you a million american dollars and he was like what time <laughs> so <laughs> all you have to do is model just show up and we're going to take care of it so he does and to be honest, for somebody who's not that into it, does a completely viable job enough that I would have given him a couple more scenes. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I would have given yeah. him more to do. Because There's, he does just... have a presence. There is something about that guy. And it's, so Ra is this alien slash god who has, I don't know if created the Stargate or found it, but has all this power that we never really see him use. Oh, and I think... There's something about this, even at the time, again, that bothered me, that was like, we're going to crush this dress wearing. Oh. Just something about it. Yeah. bothers me a little bit. And I, it's not that I'm saying that people like this should never be villains, because I think it's awesome. But what I wish was that he could have been, had, like, had a little more to do with destroying yeah. them and stuff you know what yeah. i mean like yeah and i think they were like don't give him any power like we don't want to see him actually like you know hit kurt russell because then every guy watching this is going to be threatened by this guy yeah you know what i mean i think that's why they wouldn't because i was just like why didn't they put any makeup on him like the other yeah. guys had just, like the egyptian stuff and i was like he would have looked Amazing, amazing. like a black lip with a line coming down or something Some and they wouldn't up here his yeah. face was completely plain and i think it was again it was like don't scare the straights do not scare the straights like it's too much yeah but that was yeah. mysterious to me because his big burly like soldiers had makeup like they had the yeah. egyptian makeup stuff and him they left blank which was obviously a conscious choice because he would have done whatever. Like, he was he was a model. Like, he was just like, whatever you want me to wear, I'll wear it. Just let's do this. Yeah, you're like, giving me a million dollars to yeah. sit. <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't I didn't pick up on that so much, but I definitely Good. see what you're coming Maybe from. it's, yeah, it might just be me. But I just got a little vibe of that. Of, like, like for the sake of the, the male straight audience, we better not let this guy really get too threatening. We don't want to feminize him too much. And make him that powerful and also that feminine. Yeah, can't, exactly. Can't do both. Can't exactly. Do both. He yeah. can be a little bit, he can be pretty, but he can't then overpower Kurt Russell. Yeah, he, that's, and again, he could almost overpower Spader because Spader is like a little more. Like, yes. I was just like, what is going on here? There's this, it's very subliminal messaging. It's not out there, but it's something's there that's a yeah. little off now not to say i think they were thrilled that he was in it i think they thought they had a real boon 
and I have no doubt that he was treated with every respect. Like, it's not about that. It's about the yeah. storytelling and just the weird sort of things I think they were doing to make their sort of straight hetero audience feel okay about it. Yeah. Because I think yeah. I would say a lot of people that went to see it have heard of him and were very curious, but would not watch The Crying Game. Sure. Yeah. The audiences for those two movies, like, not much don't overlap. Just yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> Just much. some gay nerds <laughs> who are like, I have to see this. But, um, it's not just that, like, by the second half of the movie, all, everything is just going crazy. Like, it just loses all plot. There are guns out. They have given the Egyptian, half-Egyptian kids a militia. It's wild. They arm these kids (laughs) that they refer to as kids. And then some light pedophilia also just makes its way right in there with like a child bride situation. I'm like, oh my god, what has happened to this movie? It's like, <laughs> oh, we've really, really lost the plot here. Yeah, it, how? See, that didn't occur to me watching it when I was like 15. I thought she was an adult woman, but now I see what you're saying. <laughs> she looks, she looks young, and she's yeah, part she of this like group that she they def- refer to yeah, as. She looks like kids. a. T- she's like a teen mom. Yeah, yeah, and, like, one of the first things is they send her in to, like, fuck James Spader uh, because he's a god and, like, welcome him. And he's like, oh, no, like, honey, no, 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 Two minutes later, it's, like, shoving his tongue down But they've fallen in love. It's like, (laughs) Even though they're... Because at first he's like, that's great, that's really good. Like, he's, he's like, no, that's that's not, that's not okay, and you don't have to do that. And they were going to be, like, meaning of intellectual minds. It's not going to be, like... A romantic thing but of course it is but really tacked in that was the interesting they like just like just just have that happen like, we got to tie this shit up it's like yeah. uh okay yes. <laughs> let's not i mean we can't even get into like the white saviorism of this because it's just like look out everybody because i mean every almost everybody in this egyptian world including raw is brown yeah I think the only one who's, of course, who's not is his little girlfriend, who is like Israeli. The actress, I looked at her yeah, up just yeah. to see. But most of them are, I would like, brown to black, okay? Yes. Or a mixture thereof, which is great. I mean, I love that Ra was a brown person and we've gone yeah. from Elizabeth Taylor to this. It's a lot better <laughs> yeah. to me, right? Yeah. But they come in, they give these people who are like ancient pre-Egyptians fucking machine guns to win over these this alien who up till this moment was their god. I yeah. Whether it's correct or not, it's like, what the fuck are you even in here doing? Then they nuke the god. They nuke him, even though he's going away. Yeah. They nuke him. So he's like the alien that's living inside of... He's gone. He's, <laughs> he's, he's toast. Then... Kurt and the gang all goes back and Spader's like, oh no, no, I'll stay here. And I'm like, okay, so are you now going to be the new leader of all these brown people? And what are you going to do when violence breaks out and now they have guns? Like they lose so, like it is, it's a full true story of what America does to Middle Eastern countries, except they're saying it like, look at this is awesome. Yes, everybody was happy. And I'm like, what? We did helping. 
it's such a fucking mess by the end. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, yeah. I think it's unintentionally self-aware of, yeah, how the U.S. will go in, decimate entire government structures and ways of life of these people, and then leave a bunch of weapons and then just be like, good luck. Yeah, totally. And just peace out. And it's totally. like, yeah, it sends a really bad message by the end that, and, and you also don't get to see that, like, like at one point, Raw comes in. Is got Raw's got these like fighter jets that come out of the, the gliders, yeah, the gliders, and like shoot down people in the town. And Raw has punished them. Um, they're trying to make it okay that they're destroying him. Yes, but you never see that like that uprising in a big way. Like it's 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 really shoehorned in. Yeah, they run out of time. The it's a mess. Americans need it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. At first, I was like, "But this is really cool. It's going to be." I thought it was going to kind of be like an altered states thing, like an intellectual like examination of this sci-fi possibility that's 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 come from these conspiracy theories. And then <laughs> these Jim Henson horses come in, and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was weird too. They looked They're... straight out of Dark Crystal. Totally. Like, Totally. That's why I like them. <laughs> just tongue in James Bader's face, like ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just poking them. But I keep can, yeah. in mind this is the same team that did Independence Day, and I can tell. Would I rather watch this than Independence Day? Absolutely, I would. Because yeah. this again, there are scenes that are breathtaking with the Egyptology, the money. Like this is a big big budget and unlike something like wild west they didn't completely throw the script in the toilet they just it just wasn't good enough and i think i think they got so caught up in how huge the special effects were that things got left behind ross fucking costumes like fuck off every two minutes he's in another yeah like every he only has a few scenes and every second he's he turns around he's like what and he's in another costume (laughs) except they do something with his voice to make him sound like a monster yeah and he only speaks in egyptian and he's always serving looks he is serving, honey. Like, he's got a team of children just dr- putting rings on his fingers and shit. And they're, like, his his personal, like, bodyguards, which I loved, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he, yeah, like, he, I don't know how this happened. Maybe it just happens when you have these fabulous costumes. But I feel like he he doesn't, but he makes an effort to steal the whole movie. And he's in it for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. So I just kept thinking, like, I want to just go back to that. This, I want to see more about that. I did think, honestly, what whether he's a great actor or not, I want, wanted to see more of that. Yeah. I wanted more of his storyline. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the, the person who... The, everyone's reason for being there, you learn so little about that alien. Where'd you come from? Like, what's, what's your deal, dude? Like, I just... I, I definitely agree that there should have been more learned about him before they just nuked him in the sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good, though. Like, it's it's probably of the four, the one I I definitely enjoyed watching the most. It is. It's a blast. And, like, he's, he's a novelty in it. 
the way that he has and before his name in the credits like he's a big deal is amazing to me like that that was the impact of of crying game that's what's yeah. interesting about it in that time frame they were like we're getting this kid he's the hottest thing going and then he fully disappeared iconic yeah iconic like wonderful yeah did two yeah. movies and it's like I'm yeah good. did uh, didn't get an Oscar nod for this one, but for two, <laughs> one out of two ain't bad. Truly. One out of two is not bad. This but, is pretty good numbers. And we should say this movie spawned uh, an almost unbelievably successful movie uh, TV franchise, yeah, which, which I, I have watched 20 seconds of. I have barely watched it at all. You're not interested? I, I haven't watched it enough. to know. I... I I watched a couple of the earlier episodes and I was kind of bored. But um, yeah, they they have two other actors playing the two, like James Spader and Kurt Russell. Okay, yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, um, and they do change the original like sort of mythology of the movie a little bit, like okay. because because I mean in the movie Spader stays. Yeah, he stays. Mm -hmm. So they have to change that. Like, he comes back, or what? I can't remember what the hell happens. Like, this was right. years ago. But I think the TV show lasted for 10 years. And then yeah. Stargate Atlantis, which was, like, some kind of underwater thing, that lasted, like, five years. So, like, they got some money out of this, for sure. Oh, yeah. um, but it was not done by the original guys that did this. They they sold it. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. Now, there has been talk several times over the past, maybe I'd say, eight years of rebooting stargate as a movie but because independence day 2 was such a fucking flop i don't know if that's actually gonna happen sure it, i think it, it would be a cool reboot like they're doing dune and looking very forward to dune so we'll see about that <laughs> i don't know the the we'll they see. released some initial images and i'm uh it looks good i think yeah, it doesn't look be... bad yeah. yeah what yeah. rating would you give stargate i will give it i'll give it five raw cloaks out of ten Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's half good. It's literally yeah. half good to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd 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 give it the same five out of ten for sure. It's super entertaining and then it just unfortunately Dies. loses its way. Yeah. yeah. Wow, more movies for us to be watching in hell. Mm, I can't wait. Now I'm getting the little way restarted. <laughs> <laughs> of garbage. <laughs> So let us know what are some, if you've seen these movies, if you agree, if you disagree, and what are some movies you'll be watching in hell? Because it's always fun. I, 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 as I said before, movies that are so bad, they're enjoyable or, or good, I always appreciate. So yeah, let us know what yours are. Well, Jerrica, it's July. Happy Canada Day or around now, whenever the first Tuesday of July is. <laughs> I hope you have a lovely at-home pride. Yes, you as well. Thank you. I will be having a dance party with Carl in my That's living room. That's right. Yes. That's Just in the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks. And until next time, you can fuck me when you love me. <laughs> it's for Sace. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>